Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. We resume with A Monk's Guide to a Clean House in Mind with Lighting. So as you may know, I'm skipping around this wonderful book. It's a very small booklet, paperback, that you can carry anywhere around. And it has a total of, let's see if we can read, uh, 135 pages. Um, So it's really helpful information because it's something we all can do, regardless of what our stage is in life. So here we go. We're going to talk about lighting. It is not easy to clean light fixtures in high places every day. Even at the temple, we do not do this daily. But my recommendation for hard-to-reach spots is to set up a cleaning schedule. Setting a regular schedule for cleaning such places is a good way to keep them looking great and to avoid overlooking them. The monks at the Aihei Temple take care of these spots when the date ends in a 3, 4, and 8. In other words, the 3rd, the 8th, the 13th, and so on of the month. These areas can require many hands, so try to enlist family members or friends. In the world of Buddhism, light is a symbol of wisdom and compassion. My temple is called Komyoji or Bright Light Temple. In order to cultivate wisdom and compassion in our lives, we should do our best to keep the sources of illumination in our homes free of grime or anything else that might obscure them. The ultimate goal of Buddhist teachings is to conquer the suffering in people's lives and open them up to enlightenment. In most cases, we regard the root of human suffering as mumyo, literally translating as, quote, no light, end quote. Mumyo refers to the condition of being figuratively lost in the dark. Since you are unable to see the true nature of what is around you, your mind succumbs to worry and anxiety. Anxiety. Wisdom is your most powerful weapon against mumyo. Wisdom allows us to know the world around us as it truly is. The light that appears to be shining from behind the head of some statues of Buddha is an expression of his sincere wish to rescue the people of the world from this darkness. By allowing the light of Buddha's wisdom to shine upon them, people can escape their earthly doubts and misgivings. Keeping sources of light in your home clear and free of grime will allow the light of wisdom to pour in, vanquishing your mumyo and easing your troubled mind. And with that, we'll be right back. And we are back. My dear listeners, Have you been checking out your light fixtures during this minimal break? (laughs) Has anything crossed your mind about what you think you need to do? If it's accessible or if you need a group of people to help you, I have. And how great light is. I've also been thinking about saving the bill 
of the energy bill. <laughs> so lighting is really important. But something that struck me as very interesting that um, Matsumoto-san says in the excerpt on lighting is setting a schedule. I mean, they are very specific in, in his temple where they have specific dates that they do the cleaning. Um, but he definitely says anyone can do things that might be more difficult to set aside that time to schedule. So if it's extremely, if it's especially hard, it can also be gratifying. Have you ever done a project or done something like a cleaning project, perhaps around your home where you're in the comfort of your home, and then you start to have these thoughts pass through your head, maybe something that happened in the past, maybe you're passing through a lot of different things, maybe you're donating things, and then you're realizing it sort of gives you a review of what has happened just recently and it brings you right back to the present has that ever happened with you I have had that experience and it happens often whenever I I'm touching things especially if I haven't touched them in a long time so with lighting there happens to be a special lighting I have in the kitchen where I had attempted to use these very beautiful lights that look like um, I would say kind of antique looking where you could see through the bulb and you see the wiring and it looks really elegant like but they are the wrong size and it's not really appropriate for the lighting in this kitchen area so now it's kind of a mixture I had also thought about what they call the torch lighting so that you have one long lighting which actually is easy to change when he's talking about special lighting that might be too hard to reach. And the torch lighting lights up the entire room. And it helps if you have one that is, you know, if you can change the ambient. My favorite lights are the ones that are three-way so that if you want to change the ambiance, you can and just have it at the lowest degree of lighting in the evening, like say after dinner, or after supper, after a meal, after a snack, and you don't need to be in the room anymore, you just want to keep some light on. In addition to that, speaking of lighting, so if your home is designed in a certain way, and you could probably find this in any channel or channels that talk about lighting in feng shui, I guess depending on the type of practice of feng shui, the art of placement, um, they say that... In a particular part of your home, where, say, the front entrance, where you need good feng shui or chi or ki or energy or ashe to have light there. So if it's dark at the front door, but you don't have a fixture there, um, and if it's a weird uh, construction, you know, if the architecture is, is off where... It doesn't bring light into the house where you want the, the, the chi to enter in throughout to give you good blessings or prosperity, what have you. The suggestion is to add light there. However you can be. So if you go to Home Depot, what we have in the United States, um, you can buy all kinds of light fixtures. And some of them, which I'm sure any one of us can get from uh, Amazon, 
or or they're the likes of that kind of company um, where you can get light bulbs that you can probably insert without having too much heavy duty and maybe it's run by a, a battery and there's your light um, just short of having candles because candles it's better if you can be able to watch them so that you don't burn the house down or something that turns on uh, in the dark but that's a little different you want some more light that you can actually see so with that my dear friends these are all opportunities to kind of look around our houses and it definitely makes a full difference of bringing light into our lives think of the people you know fam family friends acquaintances the places you work the places you cohabit or habit and inhabit um, how do you feel and where you are how do you feel waking up during the day in the evening before you retire for the day um, what can help other people it makes a big difference this is why when you go shopping for example and some stores are really good at that uh, if they're really done well the ambiance is superb because there's a stylist behind that and you know they know psychologically and physically uh, spiritually how people are touched by their surroundings and so therefore we have the lighting or if you go to a temple for example right and you experience these things it's really an exciting feeling of going someplace that feels so calm and peaceful we can create this in our homes on the daily or wherever we spend most of our time we can do this for ourselves and for others and with this close of this episode of Aikido Talks, we will talk about on page 66, how to clean your lights. First, remove the dust with a feather duster. Then, wring out a moist cloth and wipe the surfaces carefully. Do this with a friend or loved one if possible. One person can support the stepladder while the other person works atop it. The person at the bottom can also hand tools and supplies to one's partner as needed. Clean the lamps and fixtures gently as if you are polishing your heart and soul to make them shine their brightest. Peace and blessings to you all. Until next time. Thank you.